one, and we're live broadcasting across the world. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. It's great to be with you today. It's very good to be with you today. Very excited. We got a great show today. A lot of phenomenal news like we always have for you. We're going to start off with something really juicy, okay? Something that is going to make your heart melt with joy, okay? I don't know if you know about this. I didn't know about this. But there's an international committee that controls this doomsday clock, okay? It is called a doomsday clock. And the closer it is to midnight, it means the closer we are to complete annihilation of, of the human species, okay? If it hits midnight, we're gone. We're out. Well, guess what? They just changed the time. It was like two minutes to midnight. Now it's 90 seconds to midnight, I believe. They just changed it today. This is the closest the doomsday clock has been to doomsday of all things to annihilation in the history of humanity. Okay. This is a real video of these people doing this. I mean, this is just crazy. Okay. This is insane. I can't even believe it. this is the creepiest video ever. It's 28 seconds and it's real. They have, they have a, it's cut. Co- the clock's covered with a black cloth. If you're listening to this and there's people like dressed up like the Adams family. I mean, well, they're all wearing suits and they got their hands covering their, their genitals for whatever reason, you know, like holding their hands in front. And uh, two women, three guys, all different shades of gray over here. Listen to this, okay? This will make your heart melt with joy. Here we go. Members of the Science and Security Board move the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to and midnight. Just unveil it. That's it. They just unveil it and you and they stand there staring at the camera and it says it is 90 seconds to midnight, baby. This is it. This is the last hurrah of the human species. If we don't come together, okay? You know, two things I want to say. Two things. So first of all, I go to this little, I go to this food mart place, okay? The guy's Palestinian. I'm Jewish, not Israeli, but Jewish. Okay? We should hate each other, okay? Like, I guess, I, I guess, like, the Israelis oppress the Palestinians, or they don't. I don't know. They don't get along. doesn't matter what side of the coin on. We did a lot of friction, okay? But you know what we did? We dapped. We bumped. We fist bumped. And I, we like each other, and we're friends. We said, F the system. F the system, okay? You can't tell us to hate each other. We're friends, okay? Another one. Had a listener of the show listening. goes, you know, I, it's one thing I have crit- critique of, of this pod. I'm like, a critique of this pod? How is that possible? It's an apolitical pod with no emotion, pro-human, pro-freedom podcast. But nevertheless, we want to hear criticism. And the criticism I got was, you always, I, I was told that I always say that, um, that there's two classes, peasants and elites, and that um, I guess that there's always, uh, like, like those are the only, and that the peasants all get along. Like the problem isn't just peasants and elites. There's like peasants and peasants, peasants on peasants crime. And what I'm trying to say, and if I haven't said this clearly, I apologize. I'm saying the goal is for all peasants to realize that we're all on the same team, team peasant. Okay. But yes, we are fighting because the media and all this other Jean-Claude Vajonk is telling us to hate each other. Hate someone because the color of their skin. Hate someone because they speak a different language. Hate someone because they're from a different country. Hate someone because they're vaccinated. Hate someone because they're not vaccinated. Whole bunch of BS, okay? It is all intentional disruption to the social contract by the powers that be so they can laugh their way to the bank 
take all the money, bring down the system, implement CBDC's mass surveillance, and then you are in the palm of their hands forever and tyranny rules forever. So, yes, the peasants are fighting each other. We are fighting each other. And it is the dumbest fight ever. Because if we fight each other, we 100% lose, okay? The only thing that gives us a shot is if the peasants all come together and realize, oh, my God, wow, we have all these differences, but we're all pro-human and we're all pro-freedom and we all love life and we all want humanity to thrive. Yes, yes, yes. Check, check, check. Well, why don't we f- aim- why don't we reconfigure that frustration and aim it towards the elites who is causing all this carnage and all this damage and it's been building up for decades? This isn't new. It's just building up for decades. So I'm saying the goal is for all peasants to be together. Okay, stop fighting with your neighbor. They're telling you to hate your neighbor because if they if you ever came to your own conclusion based on your research that you've been screwed by the system and that the elites are the problem, then the whole thing falls down. The house of cards collapses and they cannot let you know who the real culprit is. You must hate your neighbor. You must hate Joey down the street. You must hate Sarah at the supermarket, because if you realize it's actually the people who are in total control. Everything falls apart, but you're catching on, you're doing your own research and you're learning and you're realizing, yes, I am with team peasant, baby. That's what this podcast is. Share with a friend. Okay. Another great one to prove, to prove to you, if you have any doubts, any doubts that the powers that be hate you. Okay. They despise, who do the elites hate more than anyone? Do you know? Take a guess. Okay. Here's the answer. The middle class. Okay, particularly in America that really made America thrive. They despise the middle class. They hate the average peasant. They you they are disgusted by you. You are just a carbon footprint. That is a waste of space. And we should just eliminate you. If they could do anything they want, they want to depopulate you because of your carbon footprint. Okay, because it's they'd rather have they hate you. Okay, and to prove it, here's Chrystia Freeland, who I talked about with Dave Collum, who has ties to Ukraine. Um. And uh, she's the one who shut down the, the, the Freedom Convoy, the truckers in Canada, um, who simply wanted personal rights and personal freedoms. And uh, she squashed them and, and froze their bank accounts because that's definitely not tyranny. That's uh, love. And so here we go. Christia Freeland, maybe people in the middle class need to take a pay cut. Listen to this speech. It's short. Three, four seconds. Three, two seconds. Talk to him about what's going on in the American middle class. We demand a higher paycheck than the rest of the world. So if you're going to demand 10 times the paycheck, you need to deliver 10 times the value. It sounds harsh, but maybe people in the middle class need to decide to take a pay cut. Again, not untrue if you're looking at the dynamics of the global economy, but politically and socially a very difficult Yeah, just take a pay cut, okay? Inflation's running rampant, okay? People are getting fired right and left. People are working like three jobs just to make as much as one job did like like five years ago. But you need to take a pay cut. You know why? Because your your breath is a carbon footprint, okay? And if we can't put a bag over your head and get rid of you, then you do as we say or or we cut you off, okay? All right? Do as we say. Injection. You understand? Okay. Here we go. So here's a video I wanted to play a little while ago. Chrissy Fruitless. She's nuts. Okay. Nuts. Um, crazy, crazy. She's going to be the next like NATO secretary, which you know is a red flag. If you're going to be the next NATO secretary, 
Yeah. You know, there's corruption at the highest levels. Okay. If you have bowed down to Emperor Klaus Schwab, you are bad news. And she has behind closed doors meetings, rumors of blowjobs, a lot of bad stuff, a lot of bad stuff. Okay. But I'm not here to spread rumors. Okay. I'm just here to tell you the truth. That's all. I'm just here to tell you the truth. That's all I've ever been here for. Okay. Share the pod. All right. So Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He had this great segment. Okay. And I meant to show this a little while ago. It's a little bit old. In fact, let me tell you how old it is. Not that old. Uh, six days ago. But it was one of the best seven minutes of he, he, he's Bobby Kennedy Jr. His dad was Bobby Kennedy, the attorney general. His uncle was John F. Kennedy, also known as Jack, who was known to be one of the greatest presidents who the CIA killed. And we know the CIA killed him now. And uh, CIA also killed his brother, Robert F. Kennedy. So it's amazing Bobby Kennedy Jr. is alive, which makes me skeptical, obviously. But he explains what's going on right now, things that I've articulated on easily over 140 episodes. But people still have questions. He's a very smart man. He is a Democrat, a lifelong Democrat, environmentalist. Like, come on now. These are the people who are most skeptical. He's on your team. Listen. So listen to what he says has been going on. And he's got a, a thing with his voice because he has some like disease he was diagnosed with at like 40 years old. So it's a little raspy, but you got to listen to what he says. Okay. So it's Robert F. Kane Jr. exposes how the CIA can make every American comply. This is a great segment. It's from fearless with Jason Whitlock. Okay. And this happened six days ago. It's part of the blaze. So shout out to them. Great clip. If you guys are listening, I hope you're okay that I'm sharing it. Here's the clip. How do we use this pandemic? to suppress free speech, to censor social media and the media, to close churches, to lock down society, to force people to wear masks, and then funnel them into the chute of mass vaccination with a quickly um, uh, created and untested zero liability vaccine. Every one of them does the same thing. None of them is about public health. It's a militarized and monetized response. And they're they're play acting all these strategies for how do we get Americans to go along with us? The CIA, you know, has for many, many years has uh, studied ways of doing not only individual manipulation, but doing mass manipulation society. Society, how do you go into a developing country or an indigenous country, uh, turn the population, cause so economic chaos? shut down the economy, um, uh, polarize people against each other and create violence and chaos to, to the point where that country will be happy to have an outside, uh, you know, Machiavellian kind of stuff. come in and control yeah. the whole thing. And how do you sow fear and use propaganda, et cetera? One of the ways the CIA um, figured out all of these methodologies, which is put in handbook after handbook. And, you know, the CIA does not do public health, by the way. It does coup d'etat against democracy. So between 1947 and 1998, the CIA was involved in 87 coup d'etat against a third of the nations on Earth, most of them democracies. Okay, I, I want to reiterate that. That's so important. Okay, the CIA... Okay, has done coup d'etats, coup d'etats, just like John Bolton said on CNN on like live TV. Oh, a coup d'etat, you know, these these neocons, these pro-war psychopaths. Okay, that are taking us to nuclear war right now. We're ninety seconds to doomsday. Have done coup d'etats on a third from nineteen forty-seven to nineteen ninety-eight. That is not that long. That's like fifty-one years. We have done a coup d'etat on one third 
of the democracies in the world. Are you kidding me? If you still think Americans are the good guys, you're out of your mind, okay? That is crazy. And you see what he said at the beginning? One of the big ways to do a coup d'etat is to get the peasants pinned against each other and polarized, right? That's what I mean is what they're doing. You hate Joey down the street because they you're meant to, that you're playing by the script. If you hate another peasant, you are in the matrix. You are owned by the script. That's the truth. Okay, if you hate Cassandra down down the way, it's because you are in the matrix playing by the script. Okay, you need to pop out and realize we are all on the same team. I don't know why I have to keep saying this. It's very obvious, but I guess it's not obvious until you end up seeing it. So uh, bear with me. If you're new, you have to understand. You and I have many differences, many differences. Okay. And we're both, we're probably corrupt in our own ways, but we're on the same team. Okay. And we have to be teammates. We need to have assists and layups. Okay. We can't just be shooting three balls one at a time here. We'll never win the game. You got to do three passes to the hole, left side of the hoop, right side of the hoop. Layups wins games, not half court shots. Okay. So let me get back to it. Here we go. That's what they do. The, the way that they studied this is they farmed out studies to sociologists at about 300 universities. These were um, programs called MKUltra, MKSurge, Operation Artichoke, et cetera. But it was all done by the universities, billions and billions of dollars. One of those studies uh, took place in the 1960s and 70s. And it was done by uh, early 1970s by a guy called Stanley Milgram, who was a young associate professor at Yale. And Milgram recruited people from every walk of American life, black people, white people, students, professors, professionals, every kind of American. He, he would put the subject in a room, sit them on a chair, and there was a dial in front of them. And they were told there was a person in the next room who was tied to a chair. And when they turned this dial, it would administer an electric shock to that person. That person in the other room was actually a confederate mm-hmm. and was an actor. And the uh, and the doctor, Dr. Milgram, who was wearing a stethoscope and a light, you know, a white lab coat, so he had this kind of imprimatur of authority. He would tell the people, turn it up. They could hear the, the subject screaming, shouting, pleading, begging, crying in the other room and struggling. And the people who recruited begged the doctor to allow them to stop. But the doctor said, no, higher, higher. Well, you can look this up in Wikipedia and actually reports it accurately. It's called the Milgram experiment. 67% of the people turned it up to 250 volts where it was marked potentially lethal. So they knew not to do that. And every value they had, they had to compromise to do that, but they did it because they were taking orders from somebody that they believed was a trusted authority. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what Milgram concluded, that if you have somebody who's dressed up like a doctor, 67% of the people will violate their most deeply held values. And, okay, so we've got, you know, we're just in a huge... Milgram experiment here. We got Anthony Fauci in his white lab coat telling people it's okay to get rid of jury trials, which they did. 
against anybody who's involved in a countermeasure. It's okay to uh, suppress free speech. We all know better than that. It's okay to close every uh, church in our country for a year. Mm-hmm. We know you can't do that. Mm-hmm. There's no pandemic exception in the United States Constitution. And by the way, the framers knew all about pandemic. There were two pandemics during the Revolutionary War. A smallpox and a yellow fever pandemic that almost, that we, the smallpox epidemic actually stopped us. We'd already taken control of Montreal. We would, Canada would have been part of the United States except for that pandemic. Between the end of the, the revolution and the signing of the Constitution, there were epidemics in almost every city that killed tens of thousands of people cholera, yellow fever, smallpox, et cetera. So they knew all about it. Mm-hmm. They did not put an epidemic exception in the United States Constitution. And so these people knew, okay, you don't abolish property rights. You don't close 3.3 million businesses without due process, without just compensation. You don't completely shut down the Fourth Amendment right to be free of uh, of warrantless searches and seizures. And you know, now you've got to show your medical records mm-hmm. to get into a public building. Mm-hmm. This is all against our Constitution. So we all know you don't violate the Bill of Rights. They violate every single one of the Bill of, first ten Bill of Rights, except for the Second Amendment. And so I so, want to stop it there real quick. You do see what's going on here? Do you understand? This was all a plan. It was to shoot you in into a totalitarian regime. It wasn't about your health. It wasn't about protecting you. They knew 67% of people would just respect authority even if they were lying to your face. The truth is that Milgram experiment is that pretty much changed that to the Fauci experiment. And right now we are in that experiment and you are the test study. You are the guinea pig. You are the one that's in the experiment. That's the hard truth that you need to know. So people knew better. They did it anyway. Here's the good news is that 33% of the people that Milgram recruited got up and walked out. And the people that you're having on this show today are part of that 33%. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's Republicans in that 33%. There's Democrats in that 33%. And that's where the realignment is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the way that I look at it, I don't hold it against people who are in my family or other people who are who have been subjected to this propaganda psyop, right? And they're doing what they're told, and they're trying to do the right thing to obey the trusted authorities, and they're terrified and fear, you know, incapacitates you. So I don't blame them, but what I see that our job is, is to fight for them until they can wake up and start fighting for themselves. And that is what the Jonathan Cogan show has been here for, is here for. And if you're new and you felt the up, it doesn't matter. We love you here. This is a love community forever, always done, period. Boom. Put a little pin in that baby, okay? And this is a simple... We are fighting for the people who are still snoozing and droning through life, okay? Fighting for you, baby. That's why we started the Jonathan Cogan Show, to fight for these people. We're part of that 33%. You're part of that 33%. Maybe you're sharing it with someone who's part of that 33%. Maybe that 33% is now 67%. Maybe it's now 88%. I see it increasing every single day. 
every single day. And it's not so much being on the right side of history, although that's important, especially for those who decided to intentionally be on the wrong side of history and totally like cheer on totalitarian causes and go total, like total COVIDian, like nutso. That's different. The people who were like more silent, but like were doing as they told, but like didn't act out sort of thing. Yeah, that's okay. The people who just gave up their whole reputation the past three years, which I have a friend that did that. It's bonkers to me. I mean, it's done, tarnished, done, kaput. It's over. No credibility forever. But that's all right. That was a conscious choice. And even when we got slammed on this podcast, people didn't start talking until months ago. And we were talking over a half a year ago. Okay. Go look at the library. Go look at the previous episodes. And it, 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 it's an honor to be in this fight with you. It's an honor that you've come aboard the freedom train, the pro human train, the peasant train, because we are in it to win it. Okay. And this is a competition. You know, it is. Unfortunately, it is. Okay. The elites want them us in the palm of their hands and they want to survey everything. And the ultimate goal is to get that CBDC central bank digital currency up in here. And that means they got you by the bulls. And if you're a female, then they got you by whatever, you know, didn't Trump grab that, that, that didn't he, didn't he say that locker room talk and he grabbed it by the puss or something that too, whatever. Okay. Whatever the puss, the balls, it doesn't matter. We are gender neutral on this podcast. We don't give your man, woman, binary, non-binary, Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. It's pro human. I don't know why that doesn't stick. It's pro human and 100%, not 99, 100% team peasant. That's it. Okay. So while they're destroying the middle class, while they hate your guts, okay, I'm standing with you. We stand together and we are going to win. And I'll tell you right now, we are winning. I wouldn't have said that like six months ago. I definitely wouldn't have said that six months ago. Might not have even said that two months ago, but we're 100% winning now. Truth's coming out all over the place. It's even going into the mainstream. People realize they effed up. We're going to win this baby, okay? And humanity's going to be more free than ever. But I do have to warn you, and I won't pull it up on the screen, but I do need to warn you, just in case you didn't see it. This is from the Daily Mail, okay, UK outlet, that Bill Gates just flew to Australia, okay? And he met with uh, he met with the Prime Minister of Australia, and said that the next outbreak, the next pandemic is coming very soon and it's going to be man-made and it's going to be much worse. So they're planning the next attack and it's coming soon. Okay. That was daily mail came out yesterday, January 23rd. Go look it up. Okay. He says it's going to be man-made. It's going to be way more lethal, It'll probably come for children. And it was it's particularly on Australia, probably because they can lock it down there. So if you're in Australia and you're listening to this, you better look into that, warn people there. They know they know the whole house of cards is crumbling. They know the whole thing is falling apart. They know that. And so they are going to do everything they can to make sure the truth doesn't get out. And if that means leading us to a nuclear war, then so be it. They're going to do it. And like uh, Gerald Clente says, or Salente, right? When all else fails, they take you to war. And that is what we're on the brink of. That's why that, that clock was moved from two minutes to midnight to 90 seconds to midnight because they're planning. They know they are so screwed that humanity is awakening at record paces because of John the Kogan show and other incredible outlets and heroic people like you that they must do something catastrophic. So is it going to be the catastrophic contagion simulation going live? Perhaps. Is it going to be nuclear war in Ukraine? Perhaps. Is it going to be both? Probably. It's going to get real rocky before it gets better, okay? It's going to be a rough year, okay? From the financial markets to uh, catastrophic contagion to nuclear war. It's all, we're playing with fire here, but we must stand together and realize we're all on Team Peasant. That's it. That's the only message I have for you today, okay? If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan Show wherever you get your podcast. If you're watching on Rumble, click it in the show notes, watch it on YouTube. 
Click in the show notes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It don't matter. Share with a friend. We're making this, we are taking this podcast to the next level. We are the only apolitical, non-biased podcast on the entire internet. Find me another one that's apolitical and non and unbiased. One that doesn't believe in politics. Find me one. There aren't any, okay? This is pro-human, pro-truth. That's it. We have our own, that's our only principle, okay? And I bring the truth every day for a reason, because you deserve to know it, all right? Team Peasant for Life. Have an amazing day, an amazing afternoon, an amazing evening. It doesn't matter. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Donate, patreon.com forward slash ownership economy, and share it with two friends before tomorrow. That's the deadline. All right, I'll see you later. It's great to be in this fight with you. I love you. Bye.